If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boy, oh boy, it's tiring to raise boys. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Full disclosure, I've just seen this headline. I haven't actually heard the report. Uh, Shepherd Smith. So full disclosure is you don't know what you're talking about? Is that your full disclosure? More or less, yeah. Uh, Clip number 12, Alex. Raising boys will age you faster than raising girls. We know because there's a new study from researchers at Columbia University in New York and Charles University in Prague. They looked at more than 13,000 parents aged 50 and older. Researchers found parents with at least one son experience faster cognitive decline than those without one. And the more sons you have, the worse it all is. (laughs) The study found parents with more than one son aged even faster than those with more than one daughter. Researchers didn't say why raising boys is so much harder on parents, though I have an idea. But they did say that the findings are in line with evidence from previous studies on animals. They show mothers tend to age faster when raising little boy animals, partly because they demand more resources during pregnancy. So before you can comment in a unique way, having raised both. Indeed. That runs counter what I would have expected, just because I I was hoping to have a girl, but it doesn't, I'm not pained that I won't have a high school girl. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. That just seems stressful to me. Well, before I get to acting as if I believe that stuff. Mm. Um, that was classic junk science presented through the mainstream media. And I think Shep Smith's a really smart guy, but... He's doing the same thing we do all the time when we present those stories. Well, you do. I don't do that. I would never do that. It just gives you something, never. To, gives you something to talk about. How dare you? Um, isn't it possible that people who have a predisposition to dementia also have some characteristic that makes them more likely to produce a boy? Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know sperm and egg wise uh, i don't know that's uh I, I don't know and uh 
I feel like just from observation on the younger end of the kids, I do more physical running around with boys than my friends who have girls, but... Which would tend to stave off dementia. Yeah, that would be good for you, more exercise. Yeah, I think there's much more there. I mean, that's a fun pop. Boys will tire you out and make you demented. (laughs) More than girls. Moving on to economic news. I mean, uh, so yeah, it's... I don't know what to think of that. uh, hmm. Joe Biden's got Hunter. Does he have any boys? He had Hunter and the unfortunate son that died. Yeah, Bo. Did he have any girls? Was, was, I think this a, is proof that the study is... Was a daughter of his killed in the car wreck? Oh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, in, in the very early 70s. Edit this out of the podcast. I, this this helped the direction of the conversation. Not no, at all. it's all right. It's all right. Um, yeah, it's tough. The, the reality is, you know, I raised two girls and a boy. <laughs> or the, what is it? The, I guess it's a, a Will Ferrell thing one time where he's playing an old car. Talking to his wife. Why are we having so much trouble? We raised three boys and some girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I, my son is very different from both of your sons and of of many other people's sons and uh, the rest of it. So I don't know how much perspective I can bring. Uh, in terms of things to worry about, though. I worried more about the girls. How would you not? I mean, I don't have the experience. It just seems oh, way like... more. Yeah. Maybe I... Uh, does worry prevent Alzheimer's or something? I don't... Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That just eh, seemed like junk science to me. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, speaking of growing up and moving on, that sort of thing, young Alex happened to mention he went to his what? Uh, which high school reunion? Uh, Tenure. Oh, okay. Yeah, and how'd that go? You know, going into it, I was nervous to see who would actually show up. The other thing I was nervous about, uh, my best friend goes there and well, went with me, and he went to this reunion. He and I had consumed alcohol together in college and have since. I know how he handles liquor. I don't know how the other hundreds handled their liquor and uh, there were some stories there was some oh yeah remember they hooked up in high school yeah i guess what they're doing right now mm. so there oh, were my. there were some spicy moments for sure really at the reunion at the reunion and the thing is it wasn't like a dark room it wasn't in the gymnasium it was at That's a nice so, bar so everybody's about 28 then You're 28 almost just, 29 yeah i'm just thinking with the modern uh dating marriage that so almost everybody's not married uh, there was quite a handful that were, you know, married, already had some kids. There's quite a few that were still single. Mm. So it's a good mix, but it was a nice event center, like place downtown, nice bar, high end uh, bartending, mixed drinks. And it got to people early. Uh, definitely a gentleman who uh, I won't mention him by name, but he definitely struggled with consuming alcohol. In college and struggled with it now. Mm. Uh, spilled a drink down the front of my beautiful wife, oh, and I had that's to too bad. pull him aside. Yeah, you hate to ass out at your ten-year reunion. Oh, yeah. and Never reaffirm what people remember back about to, you. Back to people rocking the coat room. I mean, come on. Wow, that's wild. No, they played the the same songs they played during our senior ball, and it was funny seeing them trying to get down, dance like they did, but it's quite a few of them holding their back and their hips. And <laughs> Tell their me knees. about it. Yeah, that's the ten-year reunion, son. <laughs> Um, duh. Which one did I go to? 25? 30? Might have been 30 I went to. Yeah, that's that's all right. My dad went to his 50, I think. Uh, There were only five people in his class, and three of them were still left, I think. Pretty good turnout. Yeah, pretty good turnout. Yeah, 60% for my math. Yeah. So we had 700, uh, 700 people in their graduating class. Only about 100 showed. And I think it says more about the social media world. Like, oh, I know what they're doing. I've seen them. And then once everyone kind of showed up, it's, hey, how are you? Good. How are you? All right. Well, uh, let's let's go get something to drink because everybody already knows what everybody's doing. That's oh, an interesting <laughs> observation. I yeah. had never thought about that at all. Yeah, you aren't. If you're interested in keeping in contact with these people, you are in contact with them, and you know everything they're doing probably to more of a detail than you need. So, well, that was the crazy thing. For, they're coming up to me. Oh, I've listened to your sports casting, and I know you're on A and G. Man, you're doing great. And I'm like, I, how did you know? I, you didn't give me the time of day when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Why do you know all this about me now? And I, I don't know whether it's from the position I do now, what I do for a living, or whether it's because because I don't really post on Facebook or anything like that. 
I've never went to any of my high school reunions, but I've attended high school reunions with girlfriends who went to their high school reunions, which, you know, oh, wow. not, a, not a good look for them to have to show up to their high school reunion with me. That's oh. probably not what they're hoping for. But anyway. <laughs> Walk around with a chain around your neck. Yeah, it's interesting to be at somebody else's high school reunion because you have no dog in the fight. Right. But I remember, and I don't remember which direction it goes. I remember comments of... Man, the, the guys aged way better than the girls. Or the reverse. I don't remember which it is. Do you know if there's a... I, I think it's generally the girls aging better than the fellas. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Or is there a... Is that a stupid comment? I, well, it may be. I don't know. I, I it seem to have heard that, though, on a couple of occasions. Um, now that I think about it, I hadn't thought about this. Some girl taking me to her high school reunion, that's just... I don't know. It just is. You're the bauble. You're, you're the trophy. Congratulations. I don't know. I nice you, job, stud. I think you misread. I think you misread that one. I don't know. I don't remember who it was. Even well, so Alex, I was going to say to you, uh, the ten year reunion is it's a different pull and a different crowd of people that will show up to the twenty. Because at the twenty, it's like uh, a band, a rock and roll band. I'm a rock and roll country act, whatever. So you're hot. Then you're definitely not hot. Nobody's going to go see you. You're playing tiny little bars. Then somehow that retro thing turns on. And in the same way, a car goes from being old to being an antique. All of a sudden, you can tour and everybody wants to go see you. (laughs) So put this in the the back in the reunion again. So what's happening? The 10-year reunion. You're a band that's no longer hot seeing these people. Nobody has any interest in that band. <laughs> but after 20 years, it's like, remember how great they were? Oh, man, those were good times. Really? And so you go see the retro tour, the mm. oldies tour. That's the 20-year reunion. But the point you made about social media, that you know, that changes the dynamics. And honestly, I don't think the overarching feeling as we left there was that there was going to even be a 20-year reunion. Just Really? Because, yeah, People walked out there thinking, I'm not sure this is... So there was a group photo, and the DJ got us all together. And, well, let's get the graduating class let's together. Let's get together. Yeah, and let's let's take a photo. You might not get another chance to until the 20 year. And everyone kind of went, uh, 20? Actuarial <laughs> tables say 10% of you will be dead. <laughs> That'd be a funny thing to mention at reunions. It'd be worse if he goes, all right, you're definitely not making it. And you have no chance. You look good. You might. <laughs> That's, that's funny. That reminds me of my daughter, who's now 23, had lunch with uh, a couple of folks in one of her favorite... This is like a week ago, Gladys. <laughs> you don't get the harp for a week ago. She had lunch with one of her favorite college professors and a couple of the other kids who, who really enjoyed his class. And, and they reminded him that he would, as he like started... Uh, what was it? Is it the beginning of a test or something? He'd always say something really offbeat. As he then walked to the desk, put his feet up, and let the kids do the test. And one of his was, uh, remember, the common denominator in every one of your failed relationships is you. All right, let's begin. <laughs> That's a funny thing to do. And to, is it to clear your mind or I throw you know, off? I or? don't know. I don't know, but the guy was brilliant, and Delaney speaks very, very highly of him. That's really interesting. Yeah, or was it like... Maybe it was leaving class. He would mm, he would okay. he would leave them with some, you know, right. <laughs> quote like that. And uh, she reminded him of that one. And he said, "I said that." And she said, "Oh yeah, I'll never forget it." And he said, "Wow, that's really inappropriate." <laughs> so 
God, I had one of those recently where somebody said to me, it's like you always used to say, and then they hit me with something. I was like, I used to say that like regularly? I don't recall ever saying that in my life. It's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> and I'll never say it again. Quit quoting me. <laughs> All right. That's hilarious. I'm just glad my ex didn't show up. My wife was very interested to see who I dated. And oh, I went, wow. Oh, nope, didn't show. Oh, no, Thank no. goodness. Oh, well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.